Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey, thanks for coming back and catching part two. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. And don't forget, click the link in the description of this podcast and join my email club. When you join my email club, literally all you do, you enter your first and your last name and your email. And all that means is you're going to get one email a week from me because I launch an episode every single week. And every single week I drop an email to remind you to watch the episode Yeah, I hold you accountable, but also with bonus content from each episode. So if you are like, Sierra, your podcast isn't enough. I need more of you. You can have me in your inbox every single week. Just head on over to the link, click join my email club, and I will hook you up. And now onward to part two. One of the ways to exercise exploring fantasies is through impact play. And impact play is probably something that a lot of you have already done. If you've ever been spanked or whipped or anything like that before, that's impact play. So impact play, you can get tons of different accessories from floggers to whips to crops to different paddles. If you've ever grabbed something like sitting close to you and paddled your partner, (laughs) you have explored a little impact play, all right? (laughs) This is the M for in BDSM is masochism. And that is receiving or giving physiological or physical pain. And that could be at various degrees or levels. A lot of people don't realize, you know, if you say you're a masochist, they automatically think, oh, you love getting beat. That might not necessarily be true. They might like receiving a little bit more psychological pain which is a whole nother freaking episode, y'all. I'm just saying. Don't ever don't ever kink shame and don't ever judge. You don't know what it could look like for that person because it's going to look different for every single person. So the M in BDSM is masochism or masochist, which is giving or receiving that psychological or physical pain. Someone who would be interested, a masochist was definitely somebody who might be interested in impact play because of the various degrees of pain that you can give while doing impact play. There's also tons of different accessories with different textures and things that you can use, especially when it comes out to role playing out within your fantasies. Everybody has a different idea. Everybody might want to, you know, you might also have a certain scene that you want to exercise out too. So role playing scenes is super hot. I'm just going to say Maybe you have the hot girl next door fantasy. Maybe it's the nurse and the patient fantasy. Whatever that looks like, using role play and BDSM can be absolutely thrilling, especially if you've always had a fantasy. Like, I just want you to know, whoever's listening to this right now, there is a 17-year-old version, really horny 17-year-old version of you inside 
that still lives in you, all right? That person is still a part of you. They are you. Every now and then, you just have to embrace that 17-year-old version's crazy, horny-ass ideas and just roll with it. <laughs> if you've shut yourself down to the things that you're and you're like thinking back to, what were my fantasies at that age? Maybe it was 25. I don't know. 25, 17, somewhere in there. You probably had some fantasies and you, sh- you shamed yourself for them. You probably never even told anybody about them, but you shamed yourself and you shut yourself down. Well, I'm here to give you permission to explore those fantasies because we don't kink shame around here. Falling within ethical lines, anything is free game. I want you to know you have permission to explore and leaning more into the BDSM community and lifestyle is definitely a fun way to explore the more dominant and submissive sides. If you've known that maybe you would like prefer a more dominant submissive relationship or partnership or maybe even just scenes, not even even establishing a primary partner. If you know that this is something that you are interested in, then look into it more. Educate yourself a little more. You know, hire a sex coach like me and we can explore these levels and really craft your ideal types of scenes and partnerships. That's literally what my job is for. I'm educated to give people the resources that they need and also to give them permission to even actually think of their desires and take the shame off because even just mentioning thinking of desires, people can kind of clam up and think, oh, and immediately feel shame. So that's what my job is, to hold an enormous amount of space for you guys to fucking explore. That is what my goal was for this podcast, was to literally just get information out. You know, this this is not a this is not a sponsored podcast. Everything that I do is out of my own time, out of my own hundreds of hundreds of hours of free time dedicated to this podcast, but I'm doing it because people need it. This education is needed out there and it's selfish of me to, to not share it whenever I have been so blessed to receive amazing education and certifications over the past nearly 10 years. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking selfish if I don't share it. So that's what I'm here doing. I'm just here to tell you that this is a safe place to explore. You know, we talked, we talked a little bit about being on the more dominant side, which is the side I am more familiar with. So I could honestly talk about it all day. I'll probably do definitely more episodes coming in the future on more dom sides. I feel like the more, like I got to get comfortable sharing too more. (laughs) Um, I have some people who are like, Sierra, I don't know if I can listen to your podcast because it's you talking about sex, but I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, it's okay. I I feel like I share more and more though. The more I think about it, I'm like, yep, well, everything's already out there pretty much. But so going to the other end, the opposite of dominant, the submissive and what could even motivate someone to fantasize? You know, maybe you're on the end like me, you're the dominant and you're like, I don't even understand. How could someone even be motivated to be a submissive or submit themselves to another human? Like, giving away control might be a dominant if you would label yourself a control freak. Just throw that out there. But you can really divide submission categories, fantasies of submission into four different categories. So the first one is more shame-based. So a submissive can feel pleasure more from being shamed. So this would definitely be like the name calling, just the shaming either mentally or physically, really. 
The second type would be more objectification, which is more image based on physical acts. Third would be more service oriented. So this is someone who might thrive off of validation, following rules, being the good girl. You're such a good girl. Knowing what is expected of them or pleasing others. So this could definitely kind of fall into more of like the master level two um, master slave combo that is definitely a huge kink. And then the fourth would be more of like a brat or a fight for top. So this is someone who wants specific tension and dynamics for various reasons. They can be looked at as a puzzle or maybe even just keeping it as a fun challenge, not necessarily to be tamed, but really just in a safe space to be running free and wild. So I feel like a lot of submissives are a combination of shame-based or service-oriented or brat. You know, I feel like every every single person, that's the amazing thing about humans is every single person is going to be different. Every single perception is going to be different whenever it comes to pleasure, just like it is with every single thing else. A submissive could really be a combination of any of them. It's crazy because a lot of people think that to be in a dominant submissive, you know, scene or situation that it's like to the extreme 50 shades, it's to the extreme 50 shades of gray. Like, well, let's draw up a contract. Let's do all these things. And a lot of people don't realize that they already have some of that sprinkled in. You know, maybe you, your partner calls you a good girl and you already have that as a kink. You know, that's already layered in. You, you like to know that you are pleasing your partner and that is a turn on for you. And this is going to look different. You know, think about it this way too. This is going to look different between every single partner because every single person feels and sees pleasure differently. So this is going to look different between every single partner that you have. And if you're in a relationship where you have multiple partners at the same time, then it takes even more dedication and awareness to make sure that you're tapping into your partner's pleasure and their needs and what really turns them on. So knowing how to speak their language, knowing what their turn-ons are, and especially in a dom-sub relationship. Now, I know we talked a little bit about dom-sub, a little bit of it all on this episode, but I also want to mention our vanilla babes and dudes. So in the kink world, a person who would categorize as vanilla is someone who has very low levels of kinks like impact play. They like more standard, romanticized, sometimes very more. these. Sometimes your vanilla people are definitely more your hardcore romantics who just want to be like spooped off their feet and made passionate love with missionary style. Like, But also I feel like there's different degrees of vanilla too. Like one of my friends, every time she does her BDSM test, she comes back as vanilla. <laughs> She comes back as vanilla and, and she's not of an, I would not have considered her a vanilla person. You know, she uses sex toys. She, you know, has experienced other things like crops and things like that. And so I feel like, you know, there are definitely, there's vanillas out there who would say using a sex toy is absolutely terrifying to them. I definitely feel like vanilla people sometimes will use the excuse, I'm vanilla versus going within and discovering what's stopping them from exploring their sexuality and exploring their sex drive. You know, some people, instead of like really facing the problem and trying to heal and move forward, um, and some people, you know, instead of trying to 
reestablish that emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy between a partner. Instead of trying to do that, we just talk it up as I'm just vanilla. I feel like women can definitely be big in this. Guys can also be big in this, but vanilla definitely has different categories and different levels of degrees. So I want you to take the BDSM test. This is on my link. It is not anything that I'm affiliated with, but this is a wonderful wonderful put together test. It's going to show your kink levels as far as where you are right now. I like to take the BDSM test a few times a year. I'll take it maybe two or three times a year because your kinks and your desires change. So making sure that you're, you're tapping into your desires and you're staying on top of what you want and falling within your lines of consent. So coming from a person, you know, my my erotic blueprint is kinky. And so I've definitely been in a situation. Part of the reason why I do what I do is because I've been in places of enormous amount of shame for things that I find arousing or pleasurable. And I've always been kinky. What that even means, the kinky blueprint is someone who just thrives on more of the abstract, abnormal, and different things. I've always been an adventurous, ambitious person, and I always have wanted to do the things that nobody else was doing (laughs) in every aspect of my life. And so it's a part of who I am, and it's a part of my sexuality. It's a part of who I am at a deeper level. And so just for me, for example, you know, ignoring the fact if I was filling my kinky sexual cup. Think of how I'm going to feel in my lifestyle. I'm not fulfilling part of who I am. And part of who I am as a person is having that ambition and that adventure and trying new things and doing the things that no one else is doing and pushing my limits. And whenever I don't do that, I don't feel like I am living my true authentic self. And I get into a very dark hole, a very dark hole of, I don't know who I am. I start to disassociate. I start to have way more depressive episodes. I start to have panic episodes. So being a part, living your truths, living your truths is like a whole nother fucking episode. But this is such a great example of why embracing every single part of you is so fucking important. And you can't just put your sexuality on the back burner. You can't just put your sex life on the back burner. Sure, yeah, you can. And you might have already done it for years, but it's probably caught up to you now or it's catching up to you. And it's not going to take you anywhere fun. Making sure that you are embracing every single part of you, shame fucking free, taking off the societal shame that we have been embedded with and taking off the shame that you got from your grandparents or your family. You know, it's so funny because the apple doesn't fall, the apple that's saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree could not be more true when it comes to people's sex taste and kinks. You're kinky, you probably got it from somebody. All I'm saying, if you're kinky and you have fantasies or you have different kinks that you feel like nobody else does all I'm saying somebody in your family also probably has one if you hadn't gone back to my episode where I talked about my hand fetish you should definitely go back to that episode that's just things that you know I feel like we're human we're constantly evolving we're constantly changing we are not made to just be put in a box We are here to constantly explore and I sound like the fucking Christopher Columbus of dildos over here. (laughs) I don't even know what to tell you. You guys know that my ambition and my need for adventure, I don't think will ever slow down. That is just who I am and that's who I am as a kink and in my sexuality too. So I have a very wide taste and that's why I also love my job is because 
I love learning. I just love learning and I love hearing everyone's story and I love learning more about how amazing humans are and all the good stuff. The last thing I want to talk about too before I stop blabbing on BDSM and dom subs and all the good juicy shit. So one of the biggest stigmas I feel like that BDSM faces and dominance and female dominance in particular is a lot of people just think leather and lace and leather and crops and that's all it is or leather and whips or chains or all the extreme things. So I hope through this episode, you know, you've kind of gotten an idea that sometimes it's the small things like being called a good girl or being called a little slut or maybe just a little spanking every now and then. It's not just leather and all of the sharp things. <laughs> oh, People got some wild imaginations. I'm just saying. I know it's a huge stigma and you have to like really retrain your brain. Like get that out of your head. Dump all of that out. If you're interested in learning more, really just start to dive into it. BDSM can be a amazing way to heal and reestablish that safety and trust and boundaries. And especially in a dominant submissive relationship, don't knock it till you try it. You know, don't, I always say don't kink shame, don't knock it till you try it. Never say never because literally I feel like everything I said I'd never do, I've done. It might not be something that's, that's here for you now, but it might be something you're interested in the future or maybe something you've, you've already done and moved on from. So I always say, try what works for you everybody's body is different everyone feels pleasure differently and you're valid in how you feel pleasure so if you have not in a while go to the link take the bdsm test and screenshot your results share them on your story or drop them in my dms i want to know what you get if you have any questions at all i definitely will try to respond as many people as i can I love seeing what people get and it's always kind of a surprise. You know, some of us get some surprising things on there. I will say one of the last times that I took it, uh, one of my results was something that I never thought I would be interested in. (laughs) I was in shock. I was like, wow, I never thought I would be interested in that. That's very interesting to me. So um, it made sense though, whenever I thought about it, which I'll maybe share whenever I'm a little more comfortable talking about this, but It definitely made sense the more I thought about it. And like I said, we're constantly evolving. Our desires change. I don't know what I want for breakfast tomorrow. So how the fuck can I tell you what I'm going to want for sex next week? You have permission to tap back into your desires and who you are as a person and discovering more about yourself and your sexuality and your turn-ons and your fucking kinks. You have permission. So go take the test. Let me know what your results are. And thank you for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast because I fucking love you so much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast or my coaching page inspired by sierra if you feel inclined please feel free to share us with your friends this is not a sponsored podcast so it is by word of mouth if you liked us loved us wanted to review us please take a second and do so and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow thanks again for catching the unchained sex cast we'll see you on our next episode episode.